The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone, once again from the softball complex here. In Cincinnati, Ohio, I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris, and the Lions are coming back looking to sweep this doubleheader here this afternoon against Manchester after winning the first game 9-1 to here this afternoon. Chris, the magic number now down... Two, three. Yeah, you just have to go back and take care of business here tonight in game number two against Manchester and then scheduled to go to Hanover tomorrow night. So take it one game at a time, one inning at a time, and one out at a time. As the Lions are finishing up their warm-up in between games here and Manchester doing the same down the first baseline and still waiting on the umpires to get down here. Chris, it's starting to rain just a little bit here. We're expecting rain over the next hour, so we might, we're going to try to get this game in. We've got to get this game in, and then the Lions are going to be playing tomorrow in Hanover, a doubleheader against the Panthers. And of course, as you were just checking the weather, there's supposed to be 50 to 60% chance of showers tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, it doesn't look like much rainfall tonight, maybe just a drizzle most of this game, but We've got lights and plenty of time. We just have to find ways to get these games in. And uh, like I said, we'll go to Hanover tomorrow night looking to do the same. Hanover did defeat Rose Holman in game number one tonight in Terre Haute. They are getting ready to get going on game number two as well as Hanover did jump up into the four spot. And uh, as you mentioned, Dave, the top five teams will make the tournament. It's a double elimination tournament. The winner of the regular season will host the tournament. The conference tournament will be next weekend. Thursday through Saturday, uh, more than likely either here in Cincinnati or in Lexington, Kentucky at Transylvania. So, hopefully it'll be here. I mean, that's what everybody wants. The Lions want to host the tournament. We'd like to see them host the tournament. Of course, if they if we do host the tournament, we're going to be broadcasting every single game of that tournament here on Ultimate Sports Talk and on YouTube uh, coming up next week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday here from the complex in Cincinnati. Hopefully, they will be done constructing the road on the way here on River Road 
before next week if we do end up having the tournament here. Yeah, it'll be a fun weekend if it if it all ends up to be here. And then, obviously, like you said, we'll broadcast. We'll have a good weekend. And this is the perfect field for it. We've got the turf outfield, dirt infield. We've got lights. We've got a tarp. We've got everything you need for any type of rain or anything like that that may mess up the schedule on the weekend. So should see how it all plays out in the next 24, 48 to 72 hours and see how the tournament aligns. Chris, I mean, the, the first game, the Lions winning at 9-1, to one, but it was kind of a storybook ending with Caitlin Leslie getting the game-winning hit. Yeah, the Lions offense got off to a slow start, just one or two hits through four innings. Ended up with nine hits, nine runs, nine runs and two innings. So there's a really good job by the offense and a nice outing by Cam McCool to keep the game just a one nothing lead. Manchester did have a one nothing lead midway through the game, so the Lions did have to come back for a win. And then again, like you said, the senior Caitlin Leslie Karate came up with a hit to put an exclamation mark on the run rule for the final score of 9-1 to in Game 1 as the umpires now have made their way to the field and will get ready to get Game 2 started just in about 5 or 10 minutes. Chris, though, I want to go back to what was going on with Cam McCool in that first game. 115 pitches. I mean, that's a lot of pitches in six innings that she threw. What kind of effect is that going to have on her if we end up playing tomorrow? Zero effect. Uh, Cam can throw all the all night long. She hasn't thrown a ton of pitches all year long. Uh, she's only thrown, I think, eight games of seven innings. So uh, as far as management load, uh, you're not going to be able to pull that kid off the field. She's a senior. She's the leader of this team. She wants the ball in her hands. And I would expect zero effect from her throwing that many pitches going into tomorrow. And, of course, that is if we play. The game time is supposed to be at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Hanover does not have any lights, so we've got to get those games in probably before 8.30 at night. Yeah, I mean, it's just now getting dark now, and it's 10 minutes till 8, so... You're going to be fighting the rain. You're going to be fighting darkness. No lights at Hanover. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, you've got the entire weekend to get those in, and uh, we'll just take it game by game. But right now you got to focus on game number two against Manchester. When we come back, we'll take a look at the starting pitchers for this afternoon's game two. Lions won game one, 9-1. They'll go for the sweep here in just a moment. Your manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu.
Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at the complex. Going for on the mound here this afternoon in game number two for Manchester is going to be Caitlin Carr. She played third in the first game. Carr with a record of six and four coming into this one. This will be her ninth start of the season. A 2.75 ERA. She has struck out 30, walked eight in 61 innings. She's given up 71 hits, 37 runs, 24 of them earned. Chris, she's given up four home runs and has a batting average against her of 278. It's going to be important to get it going offensively early on, give Casey Kemp some runs as she'll be on the circle for the Lions in game number two, but it all determines on what that offense can give her. Casey Kemp will go for her 14th win of the year to match Cam McCool's effort in the first game. She's got a 1.45 ERA. This will be her 17th start, 18th appearance. She has thrown nine complete games and two shutouts so far. In 92 innings, Casey has struck out 55, walked 20, given up 32 runs, 19 of them earned on 71 hits. Opponents are hitting just 201 against her, Chris, and she has pitched like an ace over the last three outings. Yeah, last on Tuesday night was probably one of her best outings. She had seven strikeouts against Transylvania in the win. And uh, in conference play, she's got a .80 ERA, and she's got opposing batting average of 191 in conference play. And uh, she continues to get stronger and stronger in the mound and uh, doing a really good job. Manchester now 12-25 and 25 on the year, 3-14 and 14 on the season. Here's their batting order. They will lead off Caitlin Carr, who will be the pitcher here this afternoon. She leads off. Lizzie Smith will be playing first base batting second. Morgan Michael is the DP batting third. Then comes Kyle Drake. Kyla Drake, excuse me. She's the shortstop batting cleanup. Julianne Gosnell will be the third baseman batting fifth. Haley Locke in left field batting seventh. Izzy Dittmar will be behind the plate batting seventh. Then Amaya Lester, Leister, excuse me, the left fielder batting eighth. And Delane Sanchez, the center fielder, batting ninth. So it's Carr, Smith, and Michael, Drake, Gosnell, and Locke, Dittmar, Leister, and Sanchez against Casey Kemp, who is ready to get this one underway. Kemp, the righty, first pitch of the ball game, down low and inside for a ball. 1-0 the count. 60 degrees exactly the temperature here in Cincinnati as of game time. 1-0 the count. Pitch is swung on, popped up, out into short center field. McDonald coming in, calls everyone off, and takes it for the first out of the ballgame. Good communication between Cornelius and the center fielder, Emily McDonald. It was a pop fly out to center field. McDonald calls her off for the first out of the inning. One away, it brings up Lizzie Smith, the first baseman. Smith in the first game here this afternoon for Manchester. The right-hander went 0-for-2 with a walk, struck out twice. That pitch tapped out back to the mound. Casey Kemp to her left, flips to first base for the second out of the inning. Just a one-pitch at bat for Smith, the slow roller back to the pitcher. Casey Kemp, she gathers it, throws it over to Gabbard at first for the second out of the inning. Well, my carb diet went by the way in the in-between ball games. <laughs> Had to have a little pizza. He had McDonald's the other night after uh, the I, had, I had the chicken nuggets, though. That's low in carbs. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Anyway, I'm probably cheating. Morgan Michael leading it off or coming up with two outs, and that pitch is taken at the belt for a called strike. 
Michael coming into today's contest, hitting 250, 19 hits on the year. Senior night here for the Lions. 0-1 pitch to the plate down low. You've got two of the youngest ball clubs in the Heartland Conference in Manchester and the Mount. One and one the count. Kemp into the line. And the pitch swung and foul. Tipped off the glass mask of B. Ivers. And the count goes to one and two. Yeah, the Lions have freshman at shortstop Cornelius, freshman at second baseman Stevenson, center field McDonald's a freshman, and then obviously right fielder Maddie Kennedy's a freshman as well. Casey Kemp a sophomore and Gabbert and Lang juniors. Casey Kemp a sophomore and Elizabeth Ivers a junior behind the plate. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on a miss. Kemp. Sends Michael Holmes swinging her first strike out of the ball game. One, two, three. In the top of the first, we head to the second. We've got no score. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy. And now, I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, Allie Lang will lead it off for the Lions in game number two. It'll be the same batting order for the Lions in this one. The left fielder was 0 for 2 in the first game. Kelsey Stevenson will be batting second, playing second base. The shortstop, Macy Cornelius, will bat third. Rachel Gabbard, the cleanup hitter, is at first base. Caitlin Leslie, the hero in the first game, will be the DP this afternoon in this one. Maddie Kennedy will be in right field batting sixth. Casey Fincham at third, batting seventh. B. Ivers behind the plate batting eighth. And the number nine hitter is Emily McDonald. So it's Lang, Stevenson, Cornelius. Then comes Gabbard, Leslie, and Kennedy. Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald round out the batting order for the Lions behind Beth Goddard in her 21st year. Goddard won her 342nd career game with that 9-1 victory in game number one. Allie Lang will lead it off. She was 0-4-3 in the first game. Excuse me, 0-2 in the first game. Scored two runs. Leads it off against Carr, and that pitch is a called strike. Allie coming into today's game. Updated stats after game one, hitting 423, 44 hits. Lang... That pitch is just off the outside corner. One and one to count. Stevenson on deck. Lang, left-handed hitter. And she taps that one to the shortstop. Coming in, Drake. Throws the first, not in time. Nice job, Allie Lang. Puts the ball in play to the shortstop, Drake. Couldn't get it out of her glove cleanly, and with the speed of Lang, she's at first to start off the inning for the Lions. And that'll bring up Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson steps to the plate. In the first game, she was one for three. And she goes to bunt that one and bunts it behind home plate for a strike. 0-1 the count. Stevenson had the big base hit in game number one that got past the center fielder Sanchez and scored a pair of runs. She's now up to 24 RBIs, second on the team. On one the count. 
That pitch is buttered out in front of the plate. Fair ball. Throw to first base in time. Well, that looked like it was in the batter's box, Chris. <laughs> and it was picked up right there by Dipmar, who threw it to first base in time to Smith. So the sacrifice is complete, and Lang is at second. Nice job by Stevenson getting the bunt down. Lions are second in the country in sacrifice bunts. Now you have Allie Lang in scoring position with one out in the inning. And it brings to the plate Macy Cornelius. Cornelius had a triple two for four in the first game, and that pitch is a strike at the knees. Cornelius now hitting 459, 51 hits on the year, 10 doubles, 3 triples, and 24 RBIs, second on the team. And the next pitch is down low. Talk about the freshman year Cornelius has had. She's first on the team in hits, second in the team in doubles, second on the team in RBIs. 51 hits on the year. That pitch is a strike at the belt. And it's two strikes now to Cornelius. Leicester is in left, Sanchez in center, lock and right. Gosnell at third, Drake at short, Eagle at second, Smith at first. Dittmar behind the plate, and Carr's pitch to the plate, swung on and missed. Catcher dropped the ball, Dittmar, but then completes the strikeout with the tag at the plate, two down. It's going to be the ninth strikeout of the year for Cornelius, swinging two outs in the inning. Allie Lang still at second. Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard was 0 for 3. In game one. And takes that pitch for a called strike. Gabbard coming into the day after game one, hitting 385, 40 hits, 11 doubles, and two home runs, 35 RBIs, number one on the team. Owen won the count. That pitch swung on the ground right back through the box. The pitcher got a handle on it, but it went right to the shortstop. Drake threw it a first in time to get Gabbard. And that'll do it for the Lions here in the inning. They pick up. One hit in the inning, but cannot score. We go to the second. No score from the complex on UltimateSportsTalk.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock Jollop, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Well, Casey Kemp had a 1-2-3 inning in the first with a strikeout. So that will bring up Drake, Gosnell, and Locke. The middle three in the batting order for Manchester here this afternoon. Beth Emmer, the head coach in her second year, goes down to take her spot in the third base coach's box. Josh Zurich, who's the women's basketball coach and also the associate AD, will be in the first base coach's box. No score here in game number two. Lions won the first one, 9-1. to one. Kemp into the wind, and the pitch is... Taking in tight for a ball to Drake. Drake coming into the day, hitting 105. Only two runs scored, only two hits on the year, and two RBIs. Drake was 
one for two in the first game, hit by a pitch. Swings and misses on that offering. Count evens up at one and one. Talked about how good Casey Kemp was on Tuesday night against Transylvania. That was a nice bounce back win for this club. This is the last game of the year for Manchester. That pitch is a called strike at the knees on the outside part of the play, one and two. They're going to compete at a high level, continue to play well. They gave us all they wanted in game one as they did have the lead halfway through that game before the Lions offense scored nine and two runs. One and two the count to Drake, the cleanup hitter. That pitch, check swing back against the screen. Stays one and two. Nine runs and two innings. Manchester has played in three extra inning games this year. They are two and one. And they have had now 12 shortened games. Hmm. They are one and 11 in shortened games. One and two to count. That ball is tapped foul over to the third base side. And Beth Goddard will try to flip it to B. Ivers, but B can't come up with it. First game under the lights here at the complex for the Lions this year. We did play under the lights in game number two in Lexington at Transylvania on Tuesday. Field looks really nice. One and two the count. To Drake, that pitch swung on a miss on a low and tight ball. That'll be Casey Kemp's second strikeout of the day. She had seven on Tuesday. Good start for the sophomore in the circle. Julianne Gosnell, who was the tough luck loser in game number one. Gosnell was... One uh, was 0 for 2 in the first game. And she watches that one drift over at the belt for a strike. Gosnell was hitting an even 300 coming into today's ball games. She had 27 hits on the year. 0 and 1. To Gosnell with one away. That pitch swung on and missed. Kemp looking good early. 0 and 2 the count. Getting ahead in the count on hitters. Score update, Hanover 0, Rose Holman 1 in the top of the second in Terre Haute. Game number 2 of that one tonight. 0-2 the count, 1 down, and the pitch to now just off the outside corner for a ball, 1-2. and two. Talked about Casey Kemp. In conference play, opposing batting average, just 1-9-1. Gosnell. Down in the count, one and two to the Lions sophomore. Pitch to the plate, in tight. Count now goes to two and two. One down here in the inning. Celebrating senior night for number 11, Cameron McCool, and number 12, Karate Leslie. Two and two the count, one away. Outfield playing straight away. That pitch upstairs, now the count goes three and two. Hey, don't forget Saturday, the Lions will be playing Manchester, their final game of the year in baseball down at Y'all Stadium in Florence. Chuck Murray will have the action for you on that one. Coming up Saturday at noon on YouTube. 3-2 and two the pitch. High and outside, ball four. Kemp lost her. That will be the first walk of the game for Casey Kemp. Was up 0-2 on that count and ended up walking Gosnell. And for Kemp, that is her 21st free pass of the season. Brings up Haley Locke, the left fielder. Locke did not play in game one, left-handed hitter. Steps into the batter's box. Is that Locke? Let me check that. That pitch is grounded foul. No, it's Brianna Morrow. 
Morrow, number 18, is the hitter. Playing left field for Manchester. Coming into today, hitting 275, nine runs scored, 11 hits, zero home runs, and three RBIs. Manchester has a runner at first, one out, top of the second, 0-0. I apologize. Morrow in the starting lineup fouls that one back, and now the count is 0-2. So let me regauge here because Morrow did play in the first game. She batted second. She bounced into two fielders' choices and grounded out to third. So 0 for 3. Dizzy Detmer is on deck. That pitch has bounced over the mound. Cornelius comes in, throws the first in time to get the speedy Morrow. And there are two away, but the runner, Gosnell, takes second on the play. Nice really the only thing that Cornelius could do. Yeah, nice play by Cornelius. Caught it on the big hop. Got it out of her glove fast and showed off that arm. Got it over to Gabbert for the second out. Manchester does have a running and scoring position at second base with two outs. Brings up Dittmar, the catcher. Izzy. In the first game was 0 for 2 with a sacrifice. Right-handed batter, the catcher, double zero on the back of her golden black uniform. Takes it upstairs. 1-0 the count. Leister is on deck. Lions not expecting Dittmar to bunt, although she does level the aluminum. Now pulls it back, swings and fouls it back. One and one. Dittmar with 31 hits on the year, five doubles, two triples, one home run, 18 RBIs coming into today, hitting 284. One and one the count. Runner at second base is Gosnell. Who walked. That pitch upstairs. Two and one the count. Stevenson tried to sneak in behind Gosnell at second, but Ivers threw it back to the mound. Still have a couple fellows out in left field standing on chairs and tables, taking in the action. Two and one. And the pitch swung on and tapped right back to the mound. Kemp will throw to first in time, and that'll do it for Manchester here in the inning. They get no runs, no hits, no errors. They leave one on base. We head to the bottom of the second. Still no score. Manchester in the Mount here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. No scores. We head to the bottom of the second inning between the Manchester Spartans and Mount St. Joseph Lions. On the way here this afternoon, I was listening to the Reds game, Tommy Thrall and Chris Welch doing the game on the radio. And Chris Welch came up with a real interesting question. I'm going to ask you the same question. Who was your favorite player growing up? That's hard to tell. I remember I used to watch... I enjoyed watching Deion Sanders a little bit. Just I got a chance to watch him out at the AAA level at the Louisville Bats. Uh, my dad was doing a flyover in the C-130 for the Louisville Air National Guard, and 
got to see Deion Sanders. I thought that was pretty cool. As a kid, you see him in NFL and got a chance to see him at the triple-A level. He was playing left field, and I was right there on the fence. And you know how he was. He had the chains oh, yeah. and the cleats, and he had all the diamonds. So pretty cool to see him play at that, at that level. Caitlin Leslie. Storybook hero in game one steps up to the plate and takes that one outside for a ball. One or no? Jake Ayler to my left. How about you? Baseball. Baseball. Ah, Soriano. Yep. One or no to count. And that pitch taken over the outside corner. One or one. Leslie, one of two seniors getting honored here tonight. And they graduate you, next Saturday. Have you been to Wrigley Field? Love Wrigley Field. I've only been there once, but what a great venue. That pitch swung on and fouled down the left field side, giving Chase his Leister in foul territory. Dives, and did she make the catch? She did. Wow. On the warning track over by the fence, she dove and came up with it. One away. That was Morrow out in left field. Made a great play. Number 18. Sunglasses came off her hat, went all the way in foul territory, and laid out Sports Center top ten. Absolutely, great play by the left fielder from Manchester to take away the at bat from Leslie. Put a star by that one, and it brings up Maddie Kennedy with one away and takes that first pitch at the belt. Called strike on one. Chuck Murray right behind me. Chuck, who was your favorite player growing up? Baseball. Pete Rose. Oh, come on. That pitch grounded to short. Drake on a couple of hops throws in time to get Kennedy. And there are two away. Kennedy grounds out to the shortstop. Drake for the second out of the inning. I would agree with Rose. Mine was Bench and Rose. Even though I'm a big Guardians fan, I was a Reds fan back then. I really was. <laughs> when they got rid of Sparky and Pete in the same winter, I said, that's enough of that, and I went to, back to the Indians. That pitch down low. But hey, when, when my organizations treat me like crap, I just switch. That's how I feel with the Browns right now. Want to know the count? Yep. Want to know the count? 2-0 and now the count. Sophomore Casey Fincham at the plate from Mooresville, Indiana, Center Grove High School. Blake Watson comes in and starts giving me a back rub, and then walks away. 2-0, that pitch outside, 3-0. Blake, who is your favorite player growing up? Ken Griffey Jr. All good picks. 3-0, pitch outside to Fincham, called strike. <laughs> Three and one to Fincham. And that pitch swung on it, grounded to short, moving to her left. Drake, and it goes right under her glove into center field. That should be an error. Casey Fincham continues to put good swings on the bat. That was a hard hit ball. Drake was able to let it go underneath her glove at the shortstop position, and Casey Fincham's on first base. Two away in the inning. Brings up B. Ivers. We're going to mark that down as an error on the shortstop, Drake, but that was a hard-hit ball by Casey Fincham. As the B&O Railroad goes by here on River Road, B. Ivers, right-handed hitter. She was one for three with that triple in the first game and taps that one right back to the mound. 
Picking it up is Carr, throws to first in time. And just like the first game, we're here in the second game, and there is no score as we head to inning number three from the Hom Complex on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, the NFL draft is underway and the first pick Chris was... Georgia defensive end Trayvon Walker goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Interesting pick for Jacksonville. They need defense. They need everything. <laughs> Leister will come to the plate. Amaya Leister, and then comes Delane Sanchez. Leister in the first game was 0 for 3. And the first pitch to the left-handed batter is called ball outside. Leister, a freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana, Franklin Central High School. She stands deep in the batter's box behind home plate. 1-0 the count. And the pitch from Kemp swung on and missed. Nice pitch from Casey, 1-1. One one. Leister just hitting 118 on the year. Ten runs scored, only two hits on the year coming into today's contest. Lions will be in Hanover tomorrow, weather permitting. 1-1, one one, swung on and tapped foul in and out of the glove of B. Ivers. If we do play, we will have it on UltimateSportsTalk.com only. And that will be at 3 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 2.45. One and two to Leister. Leading it off here in the third inning of play. No score. And that pitch down low, two and two. Hanover in action tonight. Beat Rose Homan game one. Down to Rose Homan, one to nothing in the bottom of the second up in Indiana. Two and two. Pitch to Leister. That is outside. Ball three. Kemp has tried to go outside a couple of times here to the lefty. She might try to come back in tight on this payoff pitch. Three and two pitch inside. That goes off the glove of Ivers. Boy, that was high. And ball four. That'll be the second walk of the day for Casey Kemp. She just tried to overpower that one and got too much on it. It took off. Nobody out in the inning. Runner at first base is Leister, and it brings up Delana Sanchez. Sanchez in the first game 
was one for two with a walk. Bunts that ball right out in front of the plate. Kemp picks it up, throws the second with Stevenson, throw back behind the runner to Cornelius at short, but getting back in time at the base is Leister, one away. Good job by Sanchez. Gets the sacrifice, bunt down, and was able to get Leister up to second in scoring position with just one out in the inning. Second time today that Sanchez has sacrificed. Brings up the pitcher, Caitlin Carr. Carr flied to center her first time. One away. Runner at second is Leister. And that pitch is low and in tight for a ball. 1-0. Carr with 12 RBIs on the year. One triple, four doubles, 36 hits. And she delivered for Manchester to get him across on the board early. Cam McCool, game one winner in the dugout, cheering on Kemp. That pitch down low. Got away from Ivers, but not very far away, but taking third on the play on the wild pitch will be Leister. And that'll be her sixth stolen base of the of the year. Five for five coming into the day. Now Manchester has a runner 60 feet away. Still one out in the inning, 2-0 count. That's the fourth wild pitch this year by Casey Kemp. 2-0 the count. Runner at third base is Leister in the pitch. Swung on and missed. Two and one. Nice fastball from Kemp, but boy, Carr was muscling up on that one at two and zero. Oh. Carr only three strikeouts on the year, so it's going to be a tough out. Hitting three thirty six. She's pitching here in game number two. Two and one. Wind and the pitch is a called strike on the inside corner. Two and two. Manchester had a big opportunity in the first game. Bases loaded one out. Cam McCool pitched out of it in a 9-1 victory. This 2-2 pitch swung on and blooped foul down the left field side. Jammed her. Count stays 2-2. Two two. Smith is on deck with one down. Had the food truck here tonight. In between games, there's a long line. Folks eating dinner out here at the ballpark tonight. Great crowd on a Thursday night for senior night for the Lions. This has been fun. 2-2 pitch. Down low. Ivers smothered that one. 3-2. and two. Nice job by Ivers to block that up. Full count, but she had to block that up as there is a runner at third with one out. First couple innings, Casey was getting ahead of the hitters. Now she's starting to fall behind. Outfield straight away, medium depth. 3-2 pitch to the plate with one out. Struck her out swinging. That'll be Casey Kemp's third strikeout of the day. And that'll be the fourth strikeout on the year for Carr. Nice job by Casey Kemp to battle right there for the second out of the inning. Lizzie Smith, first baseman, popped out to first her first time up. Two down in the inning. Runner still at third is Leister. Smith, right-handed batter. And watches that one go by at the belt for a strike. 0-1 oh, the count. Smith in the first game, two strikeouts and a walk. 0 oh, for 2. 0-1 oh, the count on her, right-handed batter. Two down in the inning. Pitch, swung on and grounded right back through the box and into center for a base hit. Manchester with a two-out RBI by Smith. Takes the lead at one to nothing. The senior Smith for Manchester barrels up a ball into center field for the single. One nothing Manchester in the top of the third. Coming home, Leister with the run for Smith. That is her 19th RBI of the season. 
Stepping up is Morgan Michael. Michael struck out her first time up. That ended the first inning. Two down. That pitch swung on and tapped foul off her foot out near the mound. 0-1-1. Michael from Quincy, Michigan. The freshman, number 10. Again, I know where Quincy is. <laughs> Hitting 250 on the year. Took a trip there one time. Back-to-back games. Manchester takes a one nothing lead. And that pitch is a strike. Right at the knees over the heart of the plate. 0-2. Except around Ann Arbor, Michigan is a pretty state. But when you're around Ann Arbor, it just isn't. Just isn't. Pitch 0-2, swung on, fly ball, center field, McDonald coming in, going back, Cornelius, and Cornelius behind the second base bag on the outfield grass takes it for the third out of the inning. So Manchester comes up with one run in the inning, and they take a one to nothing lead going into the bottom of the third over the mound on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. First pitch to Emily McDonald. Leading it off here in the bottom of the third is a strike. And the second pitch, same pitch. For a strike, 0-2. Emily McDonald hitting 373, 31 hits, 10 doubles. McDonald leading it off. And Lang and McDonald swings and misses at an outside pitch from Carr. Second strike out of the ball game for Carr. As you said in between innings, Chris, this is the fourth straight game that the Lions offense has really struggled at early. Early on struggle. They fell behind twice to Transylvania and twice tonight to Manchester as the leadoff Allie Lang steps into the box. Lang left-handed batter takes that pitch for a strike. and Boy, Carr looks like she's in a groove right now. Lang singled her first time up. Down in the count, 0-1. Carr only had 30 strikeouts coming into today's game. That pitch swung on line down the left field line. Fair ball. And it'll get by the left fielder. Rounding first and heading to second is Lang. She's going to go to third. Here's the throw to third. Into standing is Lang. When she went in standing, if Beth Goddard was wanting her to slide, if she had slid, it would have been a lot easier than her going in standing. Man, it was bang-bang play at third. Allie Lang pokes one down the left field line. It rattles around in the corner, gets behind the left fielder. She trucks it all the way over to third, but she went up standing, as you mentioned, Dave, and boy, was it a tight play at third with one out. Allie Lang 60 feet away. Stevenson with Lang, nobody down, up to the plate now. 
She sacrificed her last time up, shows bunt, now pulls the bat back and takes it low for a ball. Stevenson came up with that timely base hit in game number one. Can the freshman second baseman deliver again here in game two for the mount? One another count. Nobody down here in the inning. Pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. Just looking for a sacrifice hit, a base hit. Lang's got speed at third on a wild pitch or a pass ball. I apologize. One down. McDonald struck out. One and one the count. Lang at third. That pitch swung on. Popped up. Out into short center field. Coming in. Sanchez dropped the ball. Coming home to score will be Lang. And going into second base, Stevenson on the air. It's 1-1. Stevenson does a job. Center fielder popped up to center field. Sanchez coming in trying to make the basket catch, and it bounced the ball for glove for the air. Fell to the outfield grass. Lang scores from third, and Stevenson moves up to second on the air. Tie ball game, one-to-one in the bottom of the third. No RBI for Stevenson as it was an error by Sanchez. First error of the ball game committed by Manchester. and Up now to the plate is Cornelius with Stevenson at second, and she takes that for a strike. Just have to put the ball in play, make the defense make plays. Lang with the triple and scores after the air by the center fielder. That pitch is a curveball that hangs upstairs. Had some late break to it. One and one the count now to Cornelius. Gabbard is on deck. Still one away in the inning. That pitch, Cornelius squared to bunt, pulled the bat back, took it for a ball on the inside corner. Two and one the count. Dittmar came out ready to run after Stevenson at second base, but Stevenson got back to the bag. Cornelius again squaring, now pulls the bat back, pitch the plate right back through the box into center field, takes a high chop, base hit. Here's the throw to the plate, grounding third, Stevenson's going to be out at the plate. What a throw by Sanchez to Dittmar at home plate for the out. Cornelius barrels up the ball for us. Hits the ball out to center field on a line drive, and Stevenson tried to go second to home and was called out on the bang-bang play. It looks like Coach Goderwitz is coming out to challenge the obstruction call, but again, the ball beat Kelsey Stevenson there, and it was the second out of the inning. Cornelius did move up to second, but nice throw to the plate by the center fielder Sanchez for the second out of the inning. So the runner at second base now is Cornelius. And it brings up Rachel Gabbard, who bounced out her first time up 0 for 1. Two down here in the inning. Lions have tied it up at 1-1. That pitch fouled back over the first base dugout. Out of play. It's two good defensive plays for Manchester so far. The foul territory catch by the left fielder, Morrow. And Sanchez throws a BB into home plate to cut down Stevenson at the plate for the second out. And that pitch is an Ephus pitch that goes outside. 1-1 one one the count. Cornelius sits second with speed. One ball, one strike. Into the line. Two-out pitch. Swung on. Foul down the right field side. And it'll go bounce off the bullpen screen. One and two. Rachel Gabbert leads the Lions in RBIs with 35. Got 11 doubles, two home runs on the year coming in, hitting 385 after game one. Can the junior from Northern Kentucky deliver a base hit? Gabbard has the bat on her shoulder and puts it up in the air. The 1-2 pitch, swung on, fly ball. Right field coming in, the right fielder is like lock, and she grabs it near the line for the third out 
of the inning. So Gabbard tried to get the run home but couldn't. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up one run in the inning on one base hit, and they leave one on with one error by Manchester. We head to the third, and we are tied up at one apiece on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator, and when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844-263-3424. Well, your three-inning line score here this evening for the Mount. One run, three hits, no errors, and they have left three on base. For Manchester, one run, one hit, two errors, and they have left two on base here this evening so far through the first three innings. Drake, Gosnell, and Morrow. The middle three in the batting order. Heading into this fourth inning of play. Casey Kemp so far done a fine job for the Lions. And that pitch is a check swing down low foul. Kemp so far in three innings, 45 pitches, has struck out three and walked two in the ballgame. 0-1 the count to Drake. Right-handed batter. Drake, slight separation between her hands. The 0-1 swung on and blooped foul to the first base side. Chris, I, was, I called you last night and told you about the play that Defiance had against Bluffton where the home plate umpire called the batter out, actually called a ball on her because of a separation of the hands on the bat. And you've got the same thing here with Drake. The 0-2 pitch mm. is in tight, 1-2. and two. Yeah, I'd like to know the explanation on that call from the last night's ball game. It was, it was a strange call. One and two the count to the leadoff hitter here in the inning, Drake. 0 for 1 in the ballgame. And that pitch high and outside. Boy, Casey really looked strong through the first couple innings, and now she has seemed to lose her mojo out there on the mound in the last couple. Still has been able to come up with some big pitches. 2-2 pitch. That one's one of them. Strike three. Swung on and missed by Drake. That'll be her fourth strikeout of the night. Casey Kemp battles back for the strikeout. Swing in for the first out of the inning. Brings up Julianne Gosnell. Gosnell walked her first time and was stranded at second. One away here in the inning. 1-1 the score. Pitch swung on, fly ball, center field. McDonald came in, now goes back to her left and has it for the second out of the inning. Nice job by Emily McDonald. Gets under that ball as a deep fly ball out to center field for Gosnell. In the second out of the inning, Emily McDonald just continues to look smooth in center field. The freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana. Brianna Moore comes up. Morrow, the left fielder, made a great catch in the second inning out in left field foul territory. Left-handed batter up 
right in the front of the batter's box. Two out pitch the plate, swung on, pop Fowler into the third base side. Fincham gives chase, but just was about a step behind it, 0-1. Good effort by the third baseman, sophomore Casey Fincham, trying to make a play down foul territory near the third base dugout. NFL draft going on tonight. NBA playoffs this game. Just a plethora of sports. That pitch low and outside. One and one. Rose now leads Hanover two to nothing in the top of the fourth of game number two. It's one of these times of year you got hockey going on, you've got the football, draft, baseball. Basketball, that pitch up high. College softball. Two and one. College softball, college baseball. College baseball. Somewhere you've got canoeing. (laughs) Two and one. Two Morrow. Two out pitch is down low. Three and one. Kemp now up near 52 pitches on the night. Top of the fourth inning, 1-1 ball game. 3-1, Kemp pitches off to the third base side of the rubber, pitch to the plate, strike right down Broadway, 3-2. Boy, Lang playing in very close in left field. Kennedy and McDonald in right and center medium depth that pitch is just off the outside corner for a ball and she loses her as Morrow goes to first on the walk that'll be the third walk of the day for Casey Kemp Morrow takes the walk on the full count pitch low Manchester's got a base runner two outs in the inning Dittmer bounced right back to the mound to end the second inning Dittmer the catcher Double zero, right-handed batter. Dittmar from Warsaw, Indiana. And that pitch swung on, popped up near first base. Going back to the second baseman in foul territory near the line, and Stevenson has it back on the outfield grass for the third out of the inning. So Dittmar fouls out to second in foul territory behind first base to end the inning. No runs. In the inning for Manchester, we head to the bottom of the fourth. It's still the Mount 1, Manchester 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at the complex. Everybody's picking on me about my suntan. That was from last week in Defiance. 80 degree weather. We sat out there and baked. We didn't even put any sunscreen on. Tell you what, I look like a pork chop. By the time we figured out we were burnt, we were searching for sunscreen. It was just too late. (laughs) Oh, Chris says, when you get in the shower, you're going to feel this one. And I said, nah, I did. 
You did sleep about 75% on the way home, too, by the way, on that three-hour ride. Hey, I've got a picture of you sleeping in your backyard that I could put on Facebook any time, buddy. That pitch outside to the leadoff hitter here in the inning for the Lions. Caitlin Leslie. Tomorrow's road trip will be good just to hand over so won't have a chance. You did actually I do have to give you credit. You did not fall asleep with the Transaventure. Two and oh. When we went to Lexington on Tuesday, you did great. I don't fall asleep at night. That's the strange thing about me. I'm nocturnal. I don't fall asleep at night. But see, the problem is the 2-0, that pitch is called strike over the outside corner. I fall asleep on the way home because I've had to put up with you for three hours. It's tiring. I've already had enough conversation with you. I just want to sleep. 2-1 to count. Pitch outside. 3-1 and one to Leslie. Jake Ailey's looking at us like, these two guys are crazy. We did the same thing on the football. We'd go. Yeah. Everything was great. We'd call the game. On the way home, I'm listening to the radio, watching college football, waking Dave up when we're 15 minutes away from the exit. That pitch swung on. Fly ball out into left center field, coming over is Sanchez, and grabs it in left center field for the first out of the inning. Sanchez got a great jump out in center field. Leslie flies out to the center fielder for the first out of the inning. Nice play by Sanchez. Did you notice what he said, though, Jake? That he was listening to the radio and watching football while he was driving home. I had to sleep because he was watching football and not the road. Oh and one. That pitch down low now to the batter, Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy from Northern Kentucky, Erlanger, Kentucky, local kid. Get an opportunity freshman year. One and zero, the count. That pitch swung on, line down the left field line by Kennedy. Fair ball into the corner. Kennedy will round set first, and she's going to head into second. The throw in, not in time. Off the bag, and Kennedy leads off with one out here in the inning. A double. Kennedy barrels up a ball down to the left field corner. Stand up double. Coach Goddard was just pointing at Kennedy. Stay at second base. <laughs> And she did. Good job by the freshman. Nice job. Nice piece of work. Scoring position, one out. Brings up Casey Fincham, who reached on an error by the shortstop. The first of two that Manchester has committed in this game. One down. One-one ball game here in the bottom of the fourth. That pitch swung on and lined into center field. Past the shortstop base hit. Sanchez got to it quickly. Got the throw off to home. Fincham is going to go to second on the throw, but holding right at third is Kennedy. And the Lions have the go-ahead runs at second and third. Casey Fincham, Dave, continues to barrel up the ball and hit the ball hard. Singles never stopped running out of the box and ended up at a second. Kennedy was held up at third by Coach Goddard with second and third. Kennedy and Fincham, Ivers to the plate, just one out. Sanchez got on that ball quickly out in center field and unleashed a nice throw to home plate, and that's why the Lions held Kennedy at third. Brings up B. Ivers, and B. watches a changeup go over but low. This is where Ivers has to come up with that timely base hit. She did so against Transylvania Tuesday night. Needed again here on Thursday night against Manchester. Two on, one out, tie ball game. I call her Miss Clutch. The 1-0 pitch reaches out and fouls that down the right field side, 1-1. One one. Have to say it, Ivers the junior from Shelbyville, Kentucky. 
Here we go again. You're contractually obligated to bring up Shelbyville every game. One and one to count. He's got a contract with the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> one and one to B. Ivers. And the pitch. Swung on fly ball. Center field. Sanchez coming in. Can't get it. It's going to bounce in front of her. Here comes the runner to the plate in time. And now they've got him caught. Fincham is caught in between second and third on the rundown. She's going to head to third. They've got her out there. Throw to second. But Ivers goes into second base. Standing on the play there. But coming home to score on the play is Kennedy. And the Lions lead it. Two to one, but now there's two outs and a runner at second. Ivers delivers again. A little bloop single into center field. As you mentioned, Kennedy scores from third, and they caught Fincham in a rundown for the second out of the inning. Heads up base running by Ivers to get to second base. Two outs in the inning. Two to one, Lions. Ivers delivers again. Ivers with the RBI single. Takes second on the throw to home, and it brings up Emily McDonald. McDonald has had a... Tough doubleheader, just one for three in the first game, 0 for 1 in this one. Takes that for a strike. She has been extremely hot at the plate as of late. Yeah, you talk about what she's done as a freshman. Heck, she's hitting 373. She's played great defensively in center field. The 0 1 pitch, swung on, fly ball, left field coming over is Morrow in the corner. Can't catch up with it, it falls foul. It was out on the warning track, deep in the left field corner. Morrow just could not catch up with it. Tell you what, Cornelius has got to be the favorite for freshman of the year, but McDonald is right there behind her. Stevenson. Yeah, I mean, you cannot shy away from what Emily McDonald has done for this team this year. She's just an athlete. Kennedy is right there for the taking, too. That pitch swung on, fouled back against the screen. That's the thing. The future is bright for this team with Stevenson and Cornelius and McDonald and Kennedy. The 23 class, or 22 class is looking really strong coming in. 0-2 the count. Two down. Runner at second is Ivers. Pitch outside. 1-2. and two. And they've continued to get better and better throughout the season as well. I mean, you're almost talking the last weekend of the season, so now they're freshmen transitioning into sophomores. 1-2. and two, Swung on and lined right at the third baseman, guys. Now for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Lions... They come up with the one run to take the lead, 2-1 to one on three base hits in the inning. No errors by Manchester. We head to the fifth. It's Mount 2, Manchester 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions UltimateSportsTalk.com Well don't forget after this game stick around because we will be down on the field interviewing the Lions seniors Cam McCool and Caitlin Leslie. After the contest we'll be bringing them down and talking to them at the end of the game here on UltimateSportsTalk.com and YouTube. Just again, congratulations to both of them. They're set to graduate next Saturday. Just a huge accomplishment getting that college degree. And Cam's going to become a teacher and Karate's going to be a police officer. So congratulations to both of them on a both outstanding academic and athletic four years here at Mount St. Joseph University.
Leister will lead it off, and then comes Sanchez, and then the top of the order, Carr. Leister reached on a walk, came around and scored. The only run of the ball game so far for Manchester. 2-1. to one. Mount leads it here in the fifth inning of play. Bunts that one, and it goes right over the head of Fincham to the shortstop, and Leister is on it first with the base hit. Fincham was coming in on the bunt. Leister punted it over top the third baseman's head for a single. Manchester's got a single to get the inning going here in the top of the fifth inning. Brings up Delaney Sanchez. Delaney Sanchez sacrificed her first time up and now she wants to go down and talk with her head coach near the third base coach's box Beth Emmert Sanchez leads Manchester with the batting average of 354 34 hits, 2 doubles, 1 home run and leads them in RBIs with 19 Manchester coming into this one has lost 7 in a row this is their last game of the season the Lions have 2 left and that's tomorrow against Hanover. And then the conference tournament starts a week from today. Two to one. Lions lead it. On at first is Leicester. That pitch bunted foul down the first baseline. So Sanchez looking to give herself up again. Sanchez came in to this doubleheader, hitting 354. She was the leading hitter for Manchester. Batting ninth and trying to sacrifice here. The 0 1 pitch squares again, pulls the bat back for a ball. In between games, Dave saw a lot of alumni here Katie Tarter, Olivia Berger, Sarah Miller, Brooke Otto was down there supporting this young Lions team and supporting their two seniors. 1 and 1 the count, bunted out in front of the plate. Gabbard's going to grab it. Her only play is at first. And they'll get the out there. Taking second is Leister. So one away, runner at second. Sanchez does a job, gets the sacrifice, bunt down. Gabbert gathers it, throws it over to Stevenson for the first out. But Manchester has Leister at second with one out in the inning. Two to one game, Lions. Caitlin Carr up to the plate now. Carr, 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Struck out, fly to center. In the first game. She was hit by a pitch, walked and reached on her air. That pitch swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by Cornelius. Throw into the dirt. Gabbard grabbed it. Got it there out there. Throw back to third. In time to get the runner at third base. Star that one day for a double play. A hard ground out to Cornelius. Gabbard dug it out at first. The runner tried to advance from second to third, and Gabbard threw her out. Phoebe over to Fincham to double her up to end the inning. Big play by the defense. And Gabbard did a great job of digging the throw out of the dirt from Cornelius and still throwing a BB, like you said, to third to get the third out of the inning. No score. The Spartans here in the fifth inning of play. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It's 2-1 to one Mount on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Well, over the last couple of weeks, Chris, we have put a lot of stars on defensive plays for the Lions. That one right there was fantastic. Again, to recap, hard hit ball to Cornelius. Threw it over to Gabbert for the first out. Gabbert dug it out in the dirt. Fired it over to Fincham as the runner was going second to third. Fincham put the tag on for the ending in double play for that defense and star that one. And now leadoff, Allie Lang steps into the box. 
Lang tripled and singled in this game. Two for two with a run scored. Takes that pitch down below the knees. One or no the count. One, two, three up for the Lions. Looking to add on to this one-run lead. Bottom of the fifth inning. Must win game. 1-0 pitch to the plate. Swung on and tapped the third. On a short hop. Grabbed by Gosnell. Throws over to first in time to get the speedy Alley Lang. That is a tough play for the third baseman. Caught it on the short hop. With the speed of Lang. Fires it across the diamond for the first out for Manchester. Lions magic number is three. Any combination of three wins or Transylvania losses gives the Lions the Heartland Conference. That pitch, Stevenson swings on it, pops it out near second base. Coming in is Eagold and has it for the second out of the inning. Carr gets the one pitch, one out from Stevenson, pops it up to the second baseman. Two outs in the inning. And Macy Cornelius comes to the plate. Macy is struck out, single to center. Macy, right-handed batter, 51 hits on the season. Two down, nobody on, and that pitch is taken in tight. Back Macy away from the plate, want to know the count. Two down here in the inning. We're in the fifth. That pitch swung on and bounced to the second baseman on a hop. Picked up by Eagle, throw to first in time to get Cornelius, and the Lions very quickly go down 1-2-3 here in the fifth inning of play. We head to the sixth. It is still the Mount 2, the Spartans 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world, and your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at barbarianapparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Lizzie Smith will lead it off for Manchester here in the top of the sixth inning. It is one mount. Casey Kemp back out on the mound for the Lions in this sixth inning. Kemp so far, five innings of pitching, has given up just two hits, one run. That one was earned, struck out four, and walked three on 63 pitches so far in this game. Yeah, Casey Kemp just continues to get better in the circle, the sophomore transfer in, and uh, just another good outing, as you mentioned, four strikeouts, only one earned run, two hits allowed so far. Continue to trust her defense as we go to the top of the six. Smith one for two in the evening. Game number two. That pitch swung on. Check swing foul past Josh Zurich in that first base coach's box. 0-1 the count. Had a chance to talk with Casey Kemp a little bit about just the team chemistry and how she was welcomed in on this team. And she said it was just one of the special teams that she's been a part of in her career. 0-1. Pitch to the plate, check swing down low, one and one one. Last year when we were at the conference tournament down in Lexington, she managed to make her way down to the championship game to watch the team. At that point, she knew she was coming to the mound. Yeah, she's just excited for the opportunity, and she's delivered looking for her 14th win of the year. 1-1 one, one pitch, swung on, fly ball, out into short center field. McDonald calling for it and has it for the first out of the inning. 
Gets the Smith to pop up to center field. Emily McDonald gathers it under it. Just a basic play for the center fielder. Again, looks strong out there. Emily McDonald, Casey Kemp, first out of the inning. Michael up now, 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Michael, the number three hitter in this one. She batted cleanup in the first game, the DP. Right-handed batter, one down in the inning. And that pitch is over the inside corner of the plate. 0-1 had Morgan backing away from it, but it caught the corner. Cam was up over 100 pitches. Casey Kemp just now hitting 66 pitches in five and one-thirds pitch. Told you McCool threw 115 in the first game in six innings. That pitch swung on a foul straight back. So just to show you the discrepancy in six innings of pitching, 115 from McCool to 66 right now for Kemp. Kemp doing a good job. Up 0-2 in the count. One out in the inning. Top of the six. Two to one Lions off a bloop single from Elizabeth Ivers. Michael down in the count 0-2. Outfield medium depth. Pitch to the plate, down low and inside. Got away from Ivers a little bit. Count goes to one and two. Getting a little chilly here this evening in Cincinnati. Rose is now up on Hanover, two to one in the top of the fifth. Temperature about 57 degrees right now in the River City. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate, swung on, popped up on the infield. Casey Kemp is going to call for it out of the circle. Grabs it for the second out of the inning. As you mentioned, just a slow pop-up. Can of coin for Casey Kemp. Just an athlete out there. Most of the time you want your pitcher to get away from that. But uh, Casey Kemp, former infielder, plays a little shortstop second base and pitches as well. She can gather that for the second out of the inning. Former Cubs announcer Harry Carey would have called that a home run in a telephone booth. (laughs) Two down in the inning. He would have. And Drake is up to the plate. Drake takes that pitch up high for a ball. <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard Harry Carey say on the air, I felt so sorry for WGN at the time, you can't even repeat on the air. You cannot repeat it, but it is the most funny thing you would ever hear somebody say at a baseball game. 1-0 the count to Drake. That pitch swung on a nose. We talked about just baseball in general. The Reds' attendance so far this year has been terrible. Well, you can't wear a paper bag to the stadium either. (laughs) (laughs) They ask you to leave. One and one to count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. One and two to count. I see Phil Castellini is doing commercials now for the Red. (laughs) For a couple of sponsors. If I was the sponsors, I'd say, ah, can we change that spot? (laughs) Get somebody else to do this. One and two. That pitch check swing foul. I'll have to tell you the story in between innings, but I cannot tell it to you <laughs> on the air. Now you have Ayler waiting it, for the in between is, innings. It is the most funny story. He was doing the game with Steve Stone years ago on old WGN, and I don't think WGN knew what to do. One and two the count. Two down here in the inning, and Drake swung on a miss. Strike three. She goes down swinging. One, two, three inning for Casey Kemp. We head to the bottom of the sixth. It's still the Mount Two and Manchester One. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. 
Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Two to one. Mount leads it here in the inning. Was it a good enough story? (laughs) (laughs) Harry Carey, what a character he was. He was fun. Looks like we're still having issues with the guys down the left field fence. Coach Morris is going out to tell them something right now. The umpire had a conversation with her in between the inning here, and she's made the jog out to left field, (laughs) showing off the wheels. You know, I'll bet Chuck Murray knows the answer to this question. Well, we'll ask because it's going to take a little while for Dee Dee to get back in from left center field. Easy now. She's got some do, speed. Do you remember? Do you remember who who Perry Carey started his broadcasting career with? What team? He got it. St. Louis Cardinals, and he went to the White Sox, and then came to the Cubs. He was almost it was almost considered sacrilege when he left the White Sox for the Cubs. That's right, he did do Oakland. That first pitch to Rachel Gabbard, a called strike at the knees, 0-1. Dave, really like to see Rachel Gabbard get going a little bit, barrel up a ball here for a nice base hit if she can get going coming into today, 385. The 0-1 swan, grounded to short, Drake on a couple of hops, throws it high, but Smith brings it down at first base for the first out of the inning. Gabbard grounds out to the shortstop, Drake for the first out here in the bottom of the sixth, 2-1 lead for the Lions. Caitlin Leslie... Getting the start today at DP on senior day. Came up with the game-winning double in game number one. We'll be talking to her and Cam McCool after today's game. And the one-out pitch is a strike at the knees to Leslie. Owen won the count. Karate hitting 375. This is her three hits in the year, two RBIs, the senior... 0-1 the count. Pitch to the plate is a strike at the belt. 0-2. Lions will be... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Lions will be tomorrow in Hanover. 3 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 2.45. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on line into left field, but right in her footsteps is Morrow for the second out of the inning. Nice swing by Karate, though. That's a hard-hit ball out to left field. Nothing that the left fielder had to move, maybe one or two steps to get the second out of the inning. Maddie Kennedy up now with two down in the inning. Lions leading at two to one. Kennedy has doubled in, doubled her to left center, came around to score the go-ahead run. Her last time up, she is one for two in the ball game, and that pitch is a strike. Carr really hitting a groove now, ahead in the count 0-1. Kennedy just continues to get better and better each year here in her freshman campaign. 0-1 the count, two down in the inning. Pitch, check swing, fouled it back against the screen. 0-2 now the count. Kennedy scored one of the two runs for the Lions in this game. Lang scored the other. 0-2. Into the line, and the pitch outside. Now 2-2 two to two game. Rose and Hanover, top of the fifth inning. 
Rose playing Hanover tough. 1-2 pitch to the plate. That pitch swung on. Fly ball. Out in the left center field. That's got some juice on it. Going back. Sanchez. It's overhead. Hits on the warning track. And going into second base standing with a, another double is Matty Kennedy. Kennedy barrels up a ball out to center field fence. Bounces up off the wall. And she's in for a stand-up double. Her second double of the night, Dave. Brings up Casey Fincham now. Boy, this would be an important run to get home for the Lions. Give Casey Kemp a little room to breathe. Fincham singled her last time up and reached on there. She's one for two. That pitch is a strike. Four of the seven hits have come between Kennedy, Fincham, and Ivers in this game. Lang's got two also. That pitch swung on. Fly ball. Third base popped up on the infield. And back there is Gosnell right behind the bag and a step into foul territory. Cradles it for the final out of the inning. And we go to the top of the seventh. The Lions are three outs away. It is the Mount 2. Manchester One on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with wordy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Lions leading it 2-1 to one as we head into this seventh inning of play. Three outs away from reducing the magic number to two. Can Casey Kemp finish the complete game as she goes into the top of the seventh with a 2-1 to one lead? Lions looking for the 28th win of the year. Gosnell will be the hitter. Julianne Gosnell flied to center and walked her last time up. So she is 0 for 1. Gosnell, then Morrow, and Dittmar. Casey Kemp trying to slam the door here on Manchester. This is their last regular season game. Stepping in Gosnell. Into the line, Kemp, and that pitch is swung on and tapped to short, and Cornelius couldn't come up with it. It'll be a error on the shortstop. Cornelius just let it roll up her arm and that's going to be an error on the shortstop as Gosnell gets on first for Manchester and they've got something going here in the top of the seventh. That's the first error of the game against the Mount. I told you coming into this game the last ten games the Lions have committed twelve errors. So the tying run is on at first base in Gosnell. And that brings to the plate Morrow. And she bunts it foul over near the third base dugout. Morrow down in the count 0-1. She is 0-1 in the ballgame with a walk. Owen won the count. 
Morrow, left-handed batter up in the front of the batter's box, swings and misses. Ivers came up, thought about throwing to first base, but didn't cut it loose. No, Rachel was playing up and on the bunt, so she wasn't actually at the bag for Ivers to be able to throw it down. 0-2 count. Nobody down here in the inning. 2-1 to mouth, seventh inning. Morrow now backed up in the batter's box and takes that pitch outside. One and two. Morrow was up close to the plate, and then right as Kemp started into the motion, backed up towards the back side of the batter's box. One and two the count. Kemp's pitch to the plate, swung on, tapped foul over the third base side. Count stays one and two. Nobody down. Runner at first base is Gosnell. Open stance for Morrow. Dipmar is on deck. Pitch to Morrow upstairs. Two and two. Casey Kemp having to work a little bit here in the seventh. There's a runner on due to an error. Two-two count, no outs. Just a two-to-one lead for the Lions. Looking for three outs. McDonald playing in in center field. So is Kennedy in right. Laying a little bit deeper than the other two. 2-2 pitch. Down low. 3-2. and two. Important pitch coming up for Kemp. Don't want to put Morrow on due to a walk and give him two runners on. No outs. Got to trust your defense right here. So Morrow with a payoff pitch coming in from Kemp. Looks in and delivers. Pitch swung on and tapped foul on the third base side. Not Staying alive, three and two. Yeah, not going down easy. Filling off a couple pitches. Got it to a full count. Making Kemp work here for the last three outs of the game. Three and two, the count. Into the wind, Kemp and the pitch swung on tap. Foul behind home plate. Morrow staying alive. Just fouling off and wasting pitches. Again, the count stays three and two. Runner at first base is Gosnell. Kemp into the motion. Delivers. Swung on. Line to short. Cornelius has got it. Throw back to first. In time for the double play. That's how you make up for the error. It was a line drive to Cornelius. And the first Gosnell got off first base bag. And she threw it behind her. Bang, bang play. Double play. Cornelius to Gabbert. Two outs in the inning. Lions and out away from reducing the magic number to two. Great response by Cornelius right there. Izzy Dutmar up to the plate now. 0 for 2 in the ball game, the catcher. Lions and out away from winning this one. That pitch in tight to Dutmar. 1 0 the count. Boy, that pitch had a lot of umph on it. Lions just. And out away from going 10-0 and and home in the regular season. Leiser is on deck if Detmar can keep it alive. 1-0 pitch outside. 2-0. Casey rearing back for a little extra and has missed on the first two pitches. 2-0 the count, two down. Kemp into the wind. The pitch is upstairs, ball three. 
Just gotta relax. Trust your defense. Three zero count. Don't want to put a runner on. Well, you hate for it to be too easy. Three zero <laughs> the count. Kemp into the wind and the pitch right down Main Street for a strike. Three and one. Dittmar was taking all the way. She stands deep in the batter's box. 3-1 pitch. Swung on. Tapped to short. Cornelius on a bounce. Throw across high and it gets by. Gabbard at first base, but Dittmar is going to stay right at first. Going to be another throwing error on Cornelius. Got it on the big hop. Just rushed to throw and put it over top of Gabbard's head. And now the Manchester still has the runner on. Two outs looking for the final out of the game. Boy, the Lions are giving them every opportunity they can. Second error here in the inning by Cornelius, and it brings to the plate Amaya Leister. Leister was 0 for 3 in the first game, and she is 1 for 2 in this game, and that pitch is off the glove of Ivers, back to the backstop, and taking second base on the pass ball will be Dittmar. Continuing to give Manchester opportunities. They've got a runner at second, two outs. And that's going to send Beth Goddard to the mound to talk to Kemp. Ivers with the pass ball and that is her sixth charged against her this year just looking for the last out looking for a way to get that final out here two to one game two outs top of the seventh Manchester does have a runner at second Leister at the plate coming into today hitting 118 after the game, we'll be talking with Cam McCool and Caitlin Leslie. So stick around for that here on Ultimate Sports Talk and YouTube. Sanchez is on deck for Manchester. She's the best hitter on this team. So if you're Casey Kemp, you want to get Leister right here to end the game. Want to know the count? Goderwitz goes back to the dugout. Leister with Sanchez on deck steps back in. Dittmar is at second. Pitch swung on and missed. One and one. Nice pitch by Casey Kemp. Gets Leister swinging and missing. One one count. Defense got to make a play behind Kemp. Leister in deep in the batter's box. One and one the count. Casey's pitch swung on and tapped foul behind home plate. Now it's one and two. There we go. Lions just a strike away. One out away. One ball, two strikes. Two outs here in the inning. We're in the top of the seventh, two to one mount. But a nail biter all throughout. And the one two pitch up high. Ivers went up to get it. Count evens at two and two. We said none of these games were going to be easy down the stretch. <laughs> and they haven't been. Two and two. It's going to be more of the same all week. That pitch swung on and tapped foul again. Count alive. Stays at two and two. Manchester and Rose, or sorry, Hanover and Rose still tied at two, top of the fifth.
Leister back into the batter's box. Kemp, two and two, two outs, pitch. Swung on and missed. You can put an exclamation point on this one as the Lions reduce their magic number and they win it here this afternoon in game number two, two to one over the Manchester Spartans. Chris and I will be back to wrap things up and have our interview with Cam McCool and Caitlin Leslie after these timeouts. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Welcome back to the softball complex as we... Wrap up game number two as your Lions win the game two to one and sweep the doubleheader with Manchester this afternoon to put that magic number at two for the Lions. The Lions will be on the road tomorrow night at Hanover and those will be a 3.30 and 5.30 start to close out the regular season. And we'll go over the final stats of today's ball game. Manchester one run, two hits, two errors and the Lions two runs, seven hits, two errors. As we go through the box score, you, Allie Lang, two for three. Maddie Kennedy, two for three. Casey Fincham, one for three. And Elizabeth Ivers, one for two. The bottom of the lineup, Kennedy, Fincham, and Ivers came up with four of the seven base hits for the Lions as they come away with a gritty win, two to one against Manchester in game number two. As we go through Casey Kemp's numbers as she was in on the circle, Casey Kemp finished with seven innings pitched, 96 total pitches, two hits, one run, and that was an earned run. Three walks and six strikeouts. Just another good outing for the sophomore, Casey Kemp. And she moves to 14-4 and four on the year. And just another outstanding outing for her as she gets two wins this week. One against Transylvania and the one here tonight against the Manchester Spartans. As the Lions wrap up their home schedule with a 10-0 and record. This year, and now their record improves to 28 and 7 overall and 12 and 2 in conference. That now puts them in a tie with Transylvania at the top of the spot at 12 and 2 apiece. And as we end to tonight, the Lions would be hosting if all things would to be played out today. But tomorrow the Lions will be at Hanover and Transylvania is scheduled to host Bluffton on Saturday for a doubleheader. And that will be the two games or the four games that decide this entire thing uh, as we get going for the conference tournament. Just a week away from the conference tournament. Just to recap that, the winner of the regular season will host the conference tournament next week, Thursday through Saturday. They will be the top five teams in the conference, and it will be the double elimination tournament. 
And it's more than likely either going to be played here in Cincinnati or in Lexington, Kentucky at Transylvania University. As Coach Goddard continues to talk to her team on the left field, outfield, as Dave's getting set to bring the two seniors, Caitlin Leslie and Cameron McCool, together for the post-game interview. Those two seniors are set to graduate next Saturday from the Mount. They've had outstanding academic careers and outstanding athletic careers for the Lions and been really important keys to this softball program. Um, so just congratulations again to Cam and Karate on their achievements on and off the field as they huddle for the final time on this field in the regular season with their teammates and their coaches. Just a gutsy performance by the Lions here tonight. They were down in both games. Manchester took a one nothing lead in Game 1. Manchester take a one nothing lead in Game 2. The Lions came back to win 9-1, to scored nine runs in two innings in Game number 1. Cam McCool was outstanding in the circle. And in game number two, Manchester took a one nothing lead. But the Lions bounced back for two runs to come away with the doubleheader sweep of Manchester, 2-1. to one. As we recap tonight, as for the opposing team, Carr finished with six innings pitched, 70 pitches. Gave up seven hits, two runs, two earned, and two strikeouts. And again, Manchester was held just to two hits. Smith with one hit and Leicester with the other. As that will cap out... Manchester's season, uh, they will not be making the conference tournament, and they will make their travel up to Manchester for the final time this season. As Coach Goddard continues to talk to her team and get prepared for tomorrow's season finale at Hanover, if the Lions were to win two, they would clinch the number one seed in the conference tournament. They would host the number. They would host the conference tournament next week starting on Thursday if for some reason the Lions were to lose a game at Hanover the conference tournament would be at Transylvania or if Transylvania were to drop a game against Bluffton it would allow the Lions to host the conference tournament just a fabulous night here tonight great crowd on a Thursday night senior night celebrating Cam McCool and Karate Leslie and again just Congratulations to them and really thank them for everything that they've done for this program on and off the field. Just two incredible young ladies and uh, come from great families, work ethic, tough kids, smart kids. As they start their final walk off this, this field after the team meeting, Dave is below. He will try to get Karate and Cam for an interview as we close out tonight's broadcast. Once again, the Lions did win game one, nine to one, and they have won game number two, two to one, to sweep the doubleheader with Manchester to improve to 28 and seven on the year, 12 and two in conference play, and they are tied atop the conference at first place with Transylvania. As Dave is patiently waiting for karate and cam to get together with him down here behind home plate it's going to have a quick interview with our two seniors on this year's class that's cam mccool starting pitcher from game one got the win making her way to dave and at this time we'll send it down to the field to dave and cam mccool 
Live radio, live TV, yep, right here. All right, Cam McCool with us now here on Senior Day. Cam, well, you threw a lot of pitches in that first game, 115 pitches. Yeah, it's probably the most I've thrown yeah. <laughs> all year. But, um, it's six innings. Yeah, um, but... We just ended up getting the job done, and it was okay. I mean, the team just continually came up with some outstanding defensive plays to back you up in this one. Yeah, um, I always have faith in my team, and I know that they're behind me to back me up, so that's good. When are you most nervous, when you're on the mound pitching out of an ordeal like that or in the dugout watching game two? <laughs> oh, no nerves, no nerves. <laughs> I, I trust Casey Kemp on the mound. She's an awesome pitcher, and they did, they did the job, and she did awesome. Well, this was your last regular season home game. Talk a little bit about your feelings when you were coming into this one. Oh, my gosh. A lot of feelings. Um, it's crazy to think four years have flown by so fast, but um, hopefully we get the next two wins and we're back on this field. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what was the reason? I mean, go back five years. What was the reason you came here? I came here because of the amazing um, family atmosphere of the team. The coaches are wonderful. They always have your back, and it's just a great program. Now, when you graduate, the question is, are you going to be in line and get your diploma in your outfit and everything next weekend, or are you going to be here at the tournament? I don't think that's a question you have to ask. <laughs> you know I'll be here. <laughs> and continually pitching. Oh, yes, for sure. Maybe coach can give me my diploma. Now, you're, you're going to go into elementary education? Yes, I, yes, definitely elementary education. Do you have any idea where you're going to work or where you want to work at yet? Um, somewhere in Cincy. I'm not really sure where I'm going to go yet. But. All right. Cam, outstanding. It's been fun watching you over the last couple of years. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you so much. Cam McCool, thanks a lot. Thanks. Now let's bring in Caitlin Leslie. Caitlin Leslie got the start here this afternoon in this one. Caitlin, I said before you came up, this would be a storybook ending in that first game. If you could get the game-winning hit, what were you thinking when you went into that batter's box at that point in time? I went into the box, and Didi was saying, look for that outside pitch, drive Rachel in, and I was looking for it, and I finally got it, and I was just like, I'm just going to take it as far as I can go. And at first I thought it was gone. I was, like, rooting for the scoreboard because Coach hates it when we hit it in practice. But um, I was just grateful that I was able to drive her and that we were able to get the run rule. You know, you're right because when it left the bat, I thought it was gone, too. And, I mean, it, it bounced up against the fence. But what a storybook. That, that's got to be one of the highlights you've had here in your four years. Most definitely. It's been a wild ride here, and I've appreciated this program more than anything. And I always remember this team, so it was really good to get the – play my last regular season home game hitting so i hate to be repetitive with questions but five years ago when you're looking at where you want to go to school at what made you come to the mount um probably the coaches in the program uh they really showed the hospitality that they've given throughout my time here and i knew it was going to be a family-like feel so that's why i decided to come here and it's definitely been nothing more than a big family to me this team i mean you you've made comment of it in your pregame, that it has really been a team over the last couple of years, a family, family-type atmosphere, hasn't it? Yes, we all have each other's back. We fight like sisters. We get along like sisters. But in, at the end of the day, we all have each other's back in the game, and we have each other's back in the classroom or in outside stuff as well. Now, question, when you graduate, are you going to be here, or are you going to be in, in line for your diploma next weekend? I'm going to be here. Hey, I'll take the diploma on the field. I don't care who gives it to me, but I, I will be here. Now, the one I understand you're going to go to the academy yep. to be a police officer in Evendale. Yep. 
Okay, now the thing is, is that I'm just moving into Blue Ash, so I'm going to be in Evendale a lot. So if you see my car riding around, you got to give me a little bit of a break, okay? All right, I guess I'll have to do that. <laughs> Caitlin, Leslie, congratulations. Great job here tonight. Good to see you. Let's go back up to Chris after this Senior Day celebration. Thank you, Dave, for that. Uh, Dave had the seniors and Cam McCool and Karate Leslie. Got a chance to talk to them on the field. And uh, just an unbelievable way for those guys to go off. They finished the regular season 10-0 and at home. And the Lions moved to 28-7 and on the year and 12-2 and in conference play. As we look to complete the season tomorrow at Hanover with two. And then we'll find out where we're at for the tournament next week starting on Thursday through Saturday. Coming up next week. And uh, Dave, just uh, two really good eat interviews with two special kids for the Lions and done outstanding job of growing this program and really putting this program on the map from a national standpoint. Yeah, really. I mean, when you look at those two, um, they were really something to carry on a tradition with Chris. I mean, it started last year with the Ottos, the Tuckers, and the Millers, and these two really carried it on. Yeah, I mean, they're going to go down as the winningest class in senior history, and uh, Cam and Karate deserve everything they're getting, and uh, still not done yet. Still not done. they got a long way to go, and they get a postseason chance as well, and uh, we'll find out tomorrow night where this tournament's going to be played. And we will wrap it up here from the softball complex after this final timeout. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? That's where you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. So the final score in game number two, two to one. Lions win it. Their magic number is down to two. Chris, any final thoughts about this evening's doubleheader? Said it wasn't going to be easy in game number two. Actually, game number one and two, the Lions had to come back to win those ball games and uh, good job pitching again Cam and Casey Kemp the offense had a great game in the two innings there in game one and then you had to kind of battle and you kind of had to grind one out here in game two and you kind of want to play in those type of games as you get ready for postseason and uh, just a gritty performance by this team and good job by getting the sweep and taking care of business well and hopefully we can get the two games in in Hanover tomorrow and reduce that magic number from two down to nothing Sounds good, Dave. I'll see you tomorrow night. Thank Sounds you. Sounds good. We'll be on the air tomorrow night, actually tomorrow afternoon at 2.45. Be sure to join us then as we try to get two games in over in Hanover. And keep an eye on Twitter and Facebook during the day just in case those games are rained out. So there's a lot of people to thank here this evening. This entire crew all season long that Blake Watson has put together, Nate Hill, Andrew Weeks, Jake Ayler and the group, Thanks all to you guys for helping us out here this year. To Dr. Williams for giving us permission to broadcast these games. Athletic Director Melanie Wagner, Blake Watson, the Sports Information Director, both coaching staffs, of course, and our producer Greg Mitchell. To tonight's sponsors, 
Barbarian Apparel, The Wishbone Tavern, Mount St. Joseph University, Iron Sharpens Iron, Dr. Libby's Peace, LIT Wellness, Indeed and Indeed Flex, The Roar Store, and Official Investigators and Security Services. For Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell. Until tomorrow, reminding you the final score once again in game number two, it was the Mount 2 and Manchester 1. The magic number is now 2. Until tomorrow... I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody.